recorded live, Union Inn, Washington, D.C., 1112, 1114, 3rd Street, Northeast. We are Steps to Noma at Metro, a nice, brisk walk to Union Station, and a leisurely jog to the Capitol, Capitol Hill. I am the illustrious Innkeeper Freddy, host extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Guestbook Podcast. story. I had a guest. Uh, his name was Jung Min from South Korea. Back in December of 2018, before the shutdown, he was like, hey, Freddie, I'm coming to book. I'm staying for a couple days, looking to do some research uh, at archives. I was like, oh, great. That's awesome. Turns out shutdown then happened and he was unsure as to whether or not he'd be able to come or not. So he said, you know what? I want to say maybe about two weeks before he was scheduled to arrive at uh, the end of January. He reached out to me and said, yo, Freddie, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but I'm going to have to cancel because it looks like the shutdown is still going on and I won't be able to get to the archives, which is why I'm going. So, you know, uh, I'll rebook at a later date. I said, no worries, no worries, all good. And then shutdown ended on the 25th. And I want to say maybe two days before he's supposed to arrive. He said, hey, yo, Freddie, I'm coming right back. It's like, no doubt, man. So it's a really good story that someone actually rebooked after they said they were going to. Uh, canceled and they did it in good faith so I really appreciate that but what's actually even more interesting is that he flew all the way from Seoul Korea with a stopover in Hong Kong where he brought some uh, nice melon wife cakes which are basically kind of like apple turnovers but with a uh, melon jelly inside but they are gluten-free right yeah the wife cakes they translate in I believe Cantonese into old lady cakes which is interesting uh, but he flew 17 hours one way and has another 17-hour flight back. And he's only going to be here for 72 hours, which is crazy uh, because he's got to get this research done. And it's actually over a very interesting topic. And he actually had to go out to the archives out in College Park, not the National Archives, which has the archive station name uh, downtown in Penn Quarter, but the one all, all the way out by University of Maryland. And so... Came all the way out here to do some research for a very interesting topic that I was even unaware of. Uh, so, Jungmin, tell us about the, the the research that you're doing for your doctoral program, as well as the research that you were looking to get from the National Archives. Well, my my doctoral dissertation is about the fabricated East Be- East Berlin spying case in 19. 19- 67. Okay. So you said there, there was an East Berlin spy case? Yeah. That happened in 1960 when? 1967. 67. Okay. And this this involved Korea? Yeah. Okay. So what happened? Uh, at, at that time, uh, South Korea and North Korea uh, had very um, r- radical 
conflicts and 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 that and that time at South, in South Korea there was military military dictatorship by General Park Jong Hee and he he made South Korean intellectuals to to be the spy of North Korea and at at that at that time ma many South Korean intellectuals lived in Europe like West Germany and France and be because the because of the uh, re research and re research the uh, the Park Chung Park Chung Hee regime sent the agents of Korean CIA to West Germany and France and they kidnapped the, the intellectuals to South Korea. So, so diplomatic conflicts between South Korea and West Germany and France began about three years. And when I wrote my dissertation, my my professors said that U.S. government must have intervened to the conflicts because they had pressures about the conflicts between Korea and South Korea and West Germany the same uh, capitalist countries so i i came here to research about the documents about that and so uh were you able to locate any documents or determine if there were in fact documents that the u.s had with regards to uh this situation uh ac actually uh I I'm still re re researching that uh, those documents in national archives but I heard that someone uh, someone saw the documents in in the, in the national archives and this is someone back in Korea or is this someone that you met while you were here or at the national archives well he he is now in South Korea. Okay. All right. So the Korean War ended in 1953. It started in 1950. Yeah. And uh right after the Korean War, Korea split into two. Yeah. Uh North and South Korea. Yeah. And so you had mentioned that there were spies, there were South Korean intellectuals that left South Korea. Yeah, they they lived in Europe. Yes, and they they were they 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 were not spies, but uh, South Korea South Korean military dictatorship uh, made made them spies be because uh, because uh, they when they made big news about spies of North Korea. Uh, many, many, 
South Korean people will focus on that case. So at, at that time, they, they had many political crises. So they, they believed that they could overcome the crisis by that case. Okay. And so was it a matter of, so at this time in the 60s, you're saying South Korea had a military dictatorship. Yeah. And they wanted to use South Korean intellectuals as spies. Yeah. Now, is this with respect to spying on North Korea or is this with respect to spying on Western Europe? Uh, spies on North Korea. Okay. And there were a lot of uh, Southern, uh, uh, South Korean intellectuals that did not want to do that. Yeah. Which is why they went to West, or, you know, said Germany, I think you said France. Yeah. Uh, and took up residence. And your thesis is about how they basically, I don't want to say kidnapped, but basically sequestered them somehow back to uh, South Korea to to become spies. Yeah. And how long was this military dictatorship in Korea in power? Well, there were two times. The first time from 1961 to 1979. Wow. Yeah. About 18 years uh, until the death of President Park Jong-hee. And after the death, after the death of the president, uh, the other military dictatorship has begun. It was from 1980 to 1987, about eight hours, eight years. Okay. And you said in 1987 it was over. Yeah. Was there a a a, a coup or a um? What caused the revolution for it no longer to be a military dictatorship the second time? Well, there were. When there were many demo- demonstrations by common people to end the military dictatorship. Okay. And so, pardon my ignorance as American, I believe this is around the ta- same time that uh, Tiananmen Square happened in China. Uh, were, are they at all related? Uh, no, they they had have no relation. No relationship at all. Okay. I had uh, given him a ride up to the archives uh, earlier today because it was very cold. And I was just so gracious for the gift that he brought me all the way from Asia. Uh, I felt, hey, you know, I I, got to show this guy some love, make sure he's not out here super cold, having to take public transit all the way out from downtown D.C., the College Park. Uh, So gave him a ride up to archives. And during that time, I asked him about how he felt about uh, this year's or sorry, last year's Olympics. Uh, specifically the Winter Olympics, where Korea played under one flag. Uh, and I asked, what did you think about that? Well, I I thought that it was good to uh, to unite North and South Korea very peacefully. Yeah, I, I think it's good. He, I had said about uh, North Korea, does, does, 
does he ever want to go and uh, visit? And he had brought up a couple cities that were out there that in the aftermath of the Korean War, these were two cities in North Korea that are of historical significance to Korea as a whole that are still standing or still have their old ancient buildings. What are those two cities? Gaesong and Hamhung. So how do we spell Gaesong? G-A-E-S-E-O-N-G. Okay. And the second city, Hamhung. H-A-M-H-E-U-N-G. Okay. And Gaesong. I believe that's the older of the two cities, correct? Yeah, that's uh, right. Around what time period? Uh, Gaesong was the capital of Korean dynasty from nine nine hundred eighteen to thirteen ninety two. All right, and then Hamhung. Hamhung was. The sacred city of Joseon Dynasty from 1392 to 1910. And why is it the sacred city? Well, the first king of Joseon Dynasty, Yi Songke, was born in Hamhung. So it it became the sacred city of the dynasty. And who was the uh, family behind the Gaesong? Who, who, who ran... So the, you said there were two empires, or two yeah, dynasties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that you just said was for Hamhung, correct? Yeah, yeah. What was the name of the dynasty that was based in Gaesong? Ah. Uh, uh, the... The means of Gaesong is open city, and many foreigners visited Gaesong at at the time of Korea Dynasty, like Arabian merchants. And you'd say uh, Gaesong is on the western yeah. side of the peninsula, yeah. on the water, yeah. and Hamhung is on the eastern side. Yeah. South Koreans uh, cannot go North Korea. Yeah. So, so I I wish sometime Some in, in my in my life uh, I I I could visit Gaesong and Hamhung. Okay. So, also on the ride, you had mentioned how in Korea. The majority of what you see of the United States basically shows life in the heart of either New York yeah. or L.A. Yeah. And how uh, coming here in D.C. for the short amount of time you've been here, uh, even despite we're in a relatively metropolitan city, it's a bit different than what you've seen on television before. So what are some of the ways that it's different? Well, when when I saw LA or New York in the TV of South Korea, uh, New York ve- was very crowded, so it it became the image of 
United States for me. And in LA, there are many Koreans. So, so it was a small Korea in the United States. It, it was the image of LA to, to me. It seemed like there were, there were, it, it was the city in the United States that had a lot of Koreans. Yeah. And when I came to DC, it was not much crowded like New York. And I, I like that because Seoul is not now I, I live in Seoul and Seoul is too, too crowded. So I don't like Seoul. Yeah, Seoul, let's see. Seoul, Korea has a population of 9.7 million people. Yeah. yeah. About as many people as I want to say New York proper. Yeah. Like the five boroughs. Yeah. Let's see. New York City has 8.6 million people. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. And let me see. So the area is 2.33 square miles. And in New York, 305, 301.5 square miles. So more people in a less, in less area. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So I guess, what's the second largest city in Korea? It's Busan. Putan. How do you spell that? P-U- S-A-N. S-A-N. Busan. All right. How far away is that from Seoul? Well, it's five hours by bus. By bus, okay. Yeah. And about two hours by express train. All right. And when you say express train, is that what we would call a bullet train? Uh, KTX. KTX. Yeah. And Busan is uh, southeastern part right here? of yeah Korean Peninsula. All right. And yeah, I got, okay. So Seoul is basically the northwestern part of Korea, yeah. whereas Busan is on the southeastern. It's almost like exactly opposite. Yeah, uh, cat a corner from each other. Is it faster for someone to go by plane from Busan to save Fukuoka, Fukuoka, Japan, Japan, than it is for someone to fly to Seoul? Is is I bet is, is Fukuoka closer? Yeah, to Fuku Busan. Yeah, Fukuoka is closer to Busan. Wow. And do people ever take a boat? Over here, or do people mostly just fly? Uh, uh, by plane. By plane. Yeah. All right. So I had a guest um, who to come on the podcast, uh, episode twenty, Pamela Poon, and she had mentioned how she spent a couple years in Korea, and she had a great time. Uh, yeah. some, she said some of the best food she's ever eaten. Uh, 
and karaoke is really big. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you sing a lot of karaoke when you when when you go out in uh, Korea? Yeah, I enjoy it. What song? What's your go-to song? Well, there is Ja Urim. How do you spell that? J A U R I M. Okay, Ja Urim and Cherry Filter. So Ja Urim is the name of the group. Yeah, is a group. And Cherry Filter. Filter is the song. Uh, uh, it it is also a group. Oh, okay. So either one of these, and what what's the name of the songs that you like that you would sing of them if you were on karaoke? Uh, uh it's a Zhao Lim. Okay. Uh, Zhao uh, Lim's uh, Orange Marmalade. Orange Marmalade. Okay. Yeah, it it is the name of the song. Okay. And what about Cherry Filter? Uh, Pianissimo. How do you spell that? P I A N I S S I M O. Pianissimo. Yeah. All right. Pianissimo. So those are your go-to uh, karaoke songs. Yeah. All right. In Seoul, what is the number one karaoke place to go to? Well, now there are so many small karaoke's in. Seoul and th- South Korea. Uh, so, uh, for example, in my town, in in, in my town, a small town, there are about ten karaoke room. Wow. Uh, karaoke shops. So, so I I can go, um, which which I like. So when you when you come to South Korea, you can choose that you like. All right now, what what town? Now you live in Seoul. Yeah. But what's the town that you live in within Seoul? Uh, it's named it's named Imundong. So is that E M U N D O N G? Imundong. Yeah. I like that. All right. What's the largest karaoke bar? The biggest one in all of Seoul. Well, uh, in in one karaoke shop, uh, there are about ten or twenty small rooms. Okay. And. Yeah, it's very similar. (laughs) Yeah. What is your favorite dish, Korean dish? Ah, my my favorite dish is uh, bulgogi. Bulgogi. Yeah. Ah, I love that too. I have a question. So, one thing I've learned as of recent is that. Chinese food in China uh, yeah, yeah. is much different uh, than Chinese food in America. Do you do you believe the same to be true here in America? Because we have you know twenty four hour Korean yeah, yeah. barbecue places uh, yeah, yeah. where you know they cook the food in front of you and 
bring out the raw meat and you can grill it yourself or they grill it for you and they give you all the sides with the kimchi and everything is good i'm wondering is that pretty much the same of what you would see in korea or is it is are there some differences uh well yes mm. uh, actually i i ate bibimbap yesterday okay. in in here in, in dc and the shape was similar to to that i i i ate in korea but the taste was a little bit different because may maybe in here they changed the taste a little bit for the americans so so was yeah. it uh, more sweet less sweet was it more spicy or less spicy or yeah, it was less spicy <laughs> yeah okay Let's go to the seven questions. What's it called, y'all? It's the questions. It's the questions. Wait, it's the questions. It's the questions. Yeah. Question number one. It's the questions, y'all. What is a book that you would add to the library that I have on the mantle downstairs? Well, the the book about the National Gallery of Art. In DC, okay. Uh, I I heard that uh, the National Ga Gallery of Art is very big and have many paintings. Well, th there are some paintings that I want to see, and uh, and when I saw through the internet, uh, there were there was very good and beautiful paintings in there so when uh, when the book that in introduces about the National Gallery of Art uh, it would be very nice okay so what's interesting about the National Gallery of Art is that uh, there are two sides yeah. There's the East Wing and the West Wing. The West Wing is more traditional. Yeah. Has older paintings like you know, that you you would think about. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and the Eastern Wing is more modern. Uh, with a lot of uh, pieces that have come out, you know, in the last say 50, 75 years uh, at the most. Actually, don't 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 quote me on that. Modern, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not old people sitting on chairs, you know, and, and posing. Yeah. But uh, you know, tennis balls inside of a plexiglass uh, type stuff uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right uh second question what is a podcast you would recommend the listeners to subscribe to uh actually uh, uh actually uh, uh i i i don't listen po podcast uh, very frequently in south korea uh, but now i know one podcast <laughs> That that is fresh podcast, uh, so I recommend. All right, guestbook podcast. Great answer. Yeah. Number three, something that you didn't know that you needed until you got it. Uh, well, 
in in South Korea, uh, I I cancelled one one this schedule and I rescheduled. So, and so I came to DC very quickly and very rapidly. So I forgot to bring some some things like. In in South Korea, we use two hundred twenty volt the electricity, but in U.S. it is very different. Yeah, we use one twenty. So, are you saying the converter? Yeah, I. Yeah, in in Korea and I. I went to Europe sometimes, but it, it, it's the same. Yes, yeah. yes. In uh, in yeah. yes, in in Europe, it is the same. Yeah. I think they go off a DC current or direct current, whereas we go off of AC, which is alternating current. Yeah. So uh, so, uh, so so an adapter for plugging in yeah, a converter. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, number four. Uh, bucket list place to travel. So this is a place in the world that you have been to that you would recommend the listeners add to their bucket list. Well, I recommend Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah. Why Hong Kong? There are many delicious foods, like the cake I pre- uh, pre- uh, present that you brought. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I brought to Fred, and. And there are many, many interesting things to see to, and to visit. All right. Is there anything in particular that you would recommend for people to check out in Hong Kong? Well, Hong Kong Central. Hong Kong Central. There are many ancient buildings. All right. Yeah. Number five, 50-mile detour restaurant. So this is a basically a restaurant that's so good you'd be willing to travel fifty miles just to eat there. Uh, in DC? Anywhere in the world? Ah, in anywhere, anywhere. Well, in in my town, there are two restaurants that I most like. One is the Chinese restaurant, uh, and. The other one is Japanese restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So, what are their names? Uh, the chi- the name of the Chinese restaurant is Yonghua Zhang. How do you spell that? Y O U N G. Y O U N G. H W A. H W A. J A N G. J A N G. Yeah. All right. And the Japanese restaurant, Marugi. How do you spell that? M A M A R U R U G I G I. Yeah. And so the Japanese one is this a like a a, a sushi bar or is this a like a Japanese steakhouse or is it Japanese cuisine all different type of restaurant? Japanese ramen. Japanese ramen. Okay. Yeah. Noodles. Ramen and. Uh, the Chinese restaurant is that a traditional Chinese restaurant? Well, actually, it's co- Korean Chinese. Korean Chinese. Yeah. 
Koreanized Chinese cuisine. I like that. Yeah. And what cities are these in? In Imudang? Yeah, in okay. Imudang. Okay. So. Alright. Now, if you had to pick one, which one would you pick? Yangwa Chang. That is Chinese restaurant. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Number six, your number one skill. Well, my, my skill. This is a, a quality of yours that you worked at to become good at. The thing uh, that you've worked at the most that you feel that you're the most proficient in. Well, I'm good at tour guide. Okay. Yeah. I I went many cities, especially traditional cities in South Korea, and I'm good at guide to tour guide, and I like that. Then you are the guy to see. Uh, so yeah. when you graduate, which I believe is in next month, right? Yeah. Uh, from with your doctoral degree in what 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 degree will you have? Uh, history. In history, yeah. is it specifically Korean history, or is it just a specific? What type of history? Uh, South and North Korean history after Second World War. Okay, so you're the guy to see if I or any of the listeners come out to Korea. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can hit you up and say, "Hey, we're in town. Show us what to do. Show us where to go." Yeah, and you'd be able all around Korea, not just Seoul, right? Yeah. All right, I love it. And anywhere, anywhere you like. Last question. Your number one talent. Well, I, I can speak uh, se- several languages. Wow. Okay. So I guess learning languages, you're able to do pretty easily. Yeah. Okay. Languages. All right. So I have to ask. Give me the list. What are all the, the languages that you know? Japanese. Japanese. Chinese, Chinese, German, German, French, French, and Slovak, and Slovakian. Yeah, and of course Korean. Yeah, and, and English. Yeah, that is seven languages. Yeah, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing and great. I love it. Ah, uh, thank I you. Absolutely love it. So, John Min, I know you're only here with us for a couple days, but thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Uh, Hopefully, tomorrow you'll be able to find all the documents that you need to find over at the archives. Uh, yeah. So, uh, on behalf of John Min, I'm Inky Freddy. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye.